Welcome to issue 5 of the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast. I am your host, Snarf Chris, and joined as always by... Critter. How y'all doing? And I'm Danger. Uh, as I said, this is issue 5. First of all, we want to really thank everybody for the positive response that we've gotten on uh, the last issue and the issues before that. Uh, it's picking up way better than we ever thought it would be. Thank y'all for that. Yeah, thanks a lot, and we actually hope that it continues to go this route. Hope you enjoy it. If you have any kind of information that you want us to talk about more, you can always contact us at somewhat nerdio, uh, somewhat nerdy radio at gmail.com. On Facebook and Twitter, SoundCloud, you can stream the web, I mean the podcast, you can stream it right off of somewhatnerdy.com. Uh, you can also download us on iTunes, and if you are on iTunes or any other podcast app, make sure Stitcher, you Stitcher, Stitcher, yeah. Pretty much um, all of them. And if you are using a podcast app that you can't find a podcast in, uh, send us an email at somewhat nerdy radio, um, and I'll make sure I get to take care of that. So we kind of had some um, feed problems over the past few days, and maybe upcoming. So if you had any kind of feed problems, just contact the website. We'll I will try to handle that. I think, uh, I think we got it worked out so far. I think so. By we, I mean you. You you did a great <laughs> yeah. job getting this getting I, this back I, on track. I, I broke it. Um, I it disappeared from iTunes for some reason, and then it came back. And I'm not really sure what I did, but I. Figured it. We got these emergency Facebook messages like, guys, I've, I've ruined everything. I've ruined the whole entire podcast. <laughs> We're going to start all over. All. We're going to start all over. I'm going to change the name. I'm going to get new hosts. Critter and I were like, it's okay, man. We can do this. I was in full uh, meltdown mode. <laughs> I get a phone call from him and everything's like, everything's okay, buddy. Everything's okay. Yeah, everything's fine. I think dude. the first two things I typed were, hmm, don't panic. <laughs> Because you know me well enough, I'm sitting here panicking. <laughs> it was a lot of work. Um, so anyway, we fixed all that. The other news that is kind of the reason why I kind of messed up the RSS feed, which is how you get the podcast, is we have launched a new podcast under the somewhat nerdy banner called Future Flicks with Billiam. Billiam is a writer that's been with the podcast, I mean, the website, somewhatnerdy.com, for uh, quite a few years now. Uh, he's launched a podcast that kind of uh, goes over the movies that are coming out that week, uh, gives his opinions, his two cents on what you should be watching, um, and does like some kind of mini movie reviews. It's a weekly podcast. Kind of goes into a little bit of news about like what goes into it. He talks like the, the first issue, or issue, I'm, now I'm just stuck on that, first episode, episode. Of, of Billiam's podcast. He talks talks about uh he breaks down like what pixar's plan was and what they're doing and really i found i found the most interesting thing about the bollywood type movies which i had no idea about yeah, i don't but keep apparently, up with indian movies yeah, so, yeah. apparently he he knows about those too and i was just like that's educational so uh his podcast is on itunes and you can also stream it right off of somewhatnerdy.com um go check it out go leave him a review go send him a message uh tell him you know give him some support he's part of the family now the podcast family he's already the, part of that yeah yeah, yeah somewhat nerdy right. family so let's go go ahead and get on with the show. As you know, last podcast I had kind of a a little uh, anger in my heart about a certain drink that came out in the the eighties, nineties, whatever, eighties, ninety. It was like it had to be the eighties. It was eighty nine, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, Coca Cola never did contact us. Coca Cola never sent us a free ecto cooler. And that awesome box. Yeah, that looked like a ghost I'm track. trying to forget about it actually. And like, well, you brought it up. I, yeah, I'm I know. Just, I know. I'm just now I'm it thinking about it. Right before here. that, before I that, I was totally I wasn't like disappointed until you exposed me to the fact that I should be disappointed and <laughs> not receiving this magnificent box set of ecto cooler. Well, the way I look at it, it's your fault, Chris. It, 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 I, of course, it's my fault. So bef- but I am. This... Uh, I'm going to fix it. Okay. So I brought ecto cooler for y'all. Oh, I found it. 
Yes. Is a gift from me to you. So we're going to drink it right now, live. For the record, I did ask for the ooze. <laughs> Were you going to drink the ooze? No, I wasn't going to drink the ooze. I'll drink the Ecto Cooler, though. I will it's find a... you ooze, and then you will get that. <laughs> but today we're going to drink Ecto Cooler, and we are going to make booze. Which is me and uh, Critter's uh, Ecto Cooler mixed with tangerine rum. Which apparently is a thing. It is a thing, and it's delicious. So let's go ahead and crack that open. And if you know something about Ecto Cooler, you know it's a tangerine-based drink. So that's why this tangerine rum is the perfect accoutrement to the ecto cooler <laughs> well somebody is gonna have to make mine because i am not familiar with the proper ratios first take a sip of the ecto cooler clean clean no add it clean palate uh lightly shake is that what it says yes it says lightly shake oh yeah shake gently before enjoying you're not the boss of me ecto cooler <sighs> all right oh, boy. so a little sip when's the last time y'all had this before you uh like a real ecto cooler? Yeah, a real oh, ecto cooler. I was but a child. Right. Maybe ninety six. Okay, I've been nursing a twelve pack, just waiting for y'all. So. Oh, that takes me back. Yeah, doesn't it? Like <laughs> instantly. A... Wow, wow. It... Oh, that is green. I forgot that that was that. Oh, green. it is super green. I think I just got diabetes. There is no more sugar in this than a regular can of Coke. Yeah, it really isn't. I think less actually. I don't no, drink... it's about the same. Is it? I don't yeah. drink those either. 10% juice blend. That's got to be healthy. So, is it good as you remember? Well, I gotta be honest with you. I think the only reason why I really liked Ecto Cooler as a kid... Because it had Ghostbusters It's because it. it was Ghostbusters. Yeah. I mean, I remember it being like... I think the acidity was something that kind of just upset my stomach a little bit. So, like, uh, when I started drinking it, I was just like, Oh, man, that's kind of it's kind of burning me a little bit. But you know what? It's it's Slimer. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna power through it. I'm gonna tell my mom I love it. <laughs> There's no Slimer on this can. Now, uh, now there's a law that you can't have cartoon characters on uh, soft drink. So really, yeah, that's why Slimer's not on it. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> I have to cut that out. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. <laughs> Thanks, I'm generic not, politician. Uh, I'm not actually, yeah, like I'm not actually serious. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to mix uh, some Bacardi Tangerine. Um, I'll actually show uh, show a picture of this in the show notes. Go get you some Ecto Cooler if you can find it because it's really hard to find right now. You can't get it on Amazon. Your best bet is to try to find it in stores and buy the uh, carton kind, but I can't find those right now. So we're going to make some booze. Booze. Oh, yeah. That is... Take a little easy, Randall. It is, it is green. Yeah, uh, go easy on that bottle of uh, rum, please. There's not enough in here. <laughs> There's definitely Randall, what did I just tell you? <laughs> There's not enough in here to slip me up. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? I, I've seen you get drunk off of three beers. <laughs> I was dehydrated. Well, that was uh, way too much rum. You just put it in. I just realized that. That was a 50-50. I freaking told you. I don't I don't know the ratio. <laughs> so we're going to continue with the podcast, but we're going to be drinking our booze. So uh, once you realize we start slurring our words, it's because it's not because we're drunk. It's because uh we're our taste buds are being haunted <laughs> by booze. Do you like it? Are you talking to me? Yeah. I am. <laughs> he had one sip a, and he's dead to us. That's a, that's a strange aftertaste, but I think it it's is. because it's a tangerine. I think it's because I'm a totally jacked that. I thought the ice cubes was, you know, the displacement from the ice cubes meant that there was actually less there, but no, that was you're going to be the worst neurosurgeon. <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> 
was a mistake. That's why you measure life now. That's why you measure out your your portions before you put ice cubes in the glass. <laughs> or, or or you just don't do as much as you put in. You saw how much he put in. Come on. And I made it too strong. <laughs> Mine's yeah. fine. I've got more. I've got more ecto cooler to add to yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Now that we got our ecto cooler, we everything is right in the world right now. It just feels good. Sort of. It wasn't given to us for free. It, <laughs> free always does taste better. Um, well, but this was free to you. Mine. Was. Yeah, that's true. So, Very true. I mean, well, thank yeah, you, Chris. This is go. this is an awesome gesture. We got ecto cooler plus accoutrement. <laughs> 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 All right, let's For move. Free. Let's move this right along. Get right in. Doom. All right. Uh, first thing we're going to start talking about is the Netflix Voltron series, um, which I'm pretty sure you've seen it all since you're a big Voltron fan. Since you talked about Voltron in the last podcast, I I can't. If I spend that much time watching cartoons, my girlfriend will leave me. <laughs> <laughs> so you you haven't watched any of it? No, I haven't All watched right. any of it. Um, it is great. I only watched the first episode. First episode, the hour, hour, the hour and a half one. Yeah. Okay, which, which took me by surprise because I started. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna sit down and just watch like a real quick episode. This seems like it's going on a <laughs> long like, time. As soon as I I was about to hit play, I'm like, an hour? What? That's ah. All right, this is <laughs> this is how much I like the Voltron uh, TV show. I'm not going to give any spoilers. What? Yeah, I know. That's a new one for you. Yeah, I know it is. It's only things I really like. I really think people should enjoy this. There are things that they get so right based on the, you know, the old cartoons. And there are things they change that I'm okay with. The artwork's amazing. The story works good. All the characters are good. Uh, everything flows very well. It doesn't make sense how good this show is. Really? It really doesn't. It shouldn't be as good as it is. Why, why do you say that? I wasn't expecting much. This yeah. was a dream DreamWorks Netflix collaboration on a show from the 80s. Well, I, I guess it's also because they did some Voltron stuff before this recently. Really, just a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, but that show didn't really go anywhere. So. Yeah, and I remember watching it. I remember that being kind of bad. And it was bad. But I, This I, is not. I will say what, what really took me by surprise is right when the DreamWorks logo appeared, it was the moon, and then a slice through it, mm-hmm. and then it exploded out, and Voltron was just there instead of that little kid fish. And I was like, what? All the graphics on Voltron look good, transforms well. Uh, some of the kind of old ticks of like um, the very long and every single episode they use the same exact animation to mm-hmm. they they only do it for like a few episodes and they kind of just go, okay, you know, you've seen it enough. We don't have to fill time or this. So you know when they would also also go to like uh, they'll be in the castle and they would go underneath the lava to get to the red one. Yeah, that like they cut all that out. They they do it like once and it's not in a lava. It's just kind of a, a room in the castle. So they don't do the zip line and then yeah, they do the, the zip line. Get the tube and then fly underneath they all do stuff. the zip line and then they do the tube but they don't it's not on the water or it's not in lava or whatever the other ones were under rock yes yeah, sure um it's handled well everything in the show is handled well there's a very big reveal like uh halfway through the season that i'm not going to ruin even that it's a giant change i'm okay with so you watched the entire series already oh i watched it and it, it came out on friday i was done saturday night okay yeah it's it's good go watch it and you haven't watched it and you're not a voltron fan this is a good time to jump on to it so danger need to go watch it oh yes i don't I'll do I, I, I ain't got no time you have time for voltron just an episode a night you know just yeah there you go in. it's 20 minutes long like 25 minutes long watch episodes. it on your phone you do have a smartphone i will i mean i'll teach you how to use it when we get done oh thank you <laughs> 
Chris is the phone pro of the group. Yeah, that's pretty much it for the Voltron. It is it's good. Go watch it. And if you never even thought about watching it, I, I was kind of going to go. I'm a big Voltron fan, but I wasn't going to watch it until a friend of mine made me watch it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it's good. So Yeah, I've, go I've actually it. been hearing a lot of good things all around from everybody that has been watching it. E3 has pretty much been ruling my life for the past week. E3 and Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con is kind of when I, I kind of glue myself to the computer for the weekends, um, just releasing news. And this E3 was a lot of great news. And before even E3 got uh, started, uh, we got leaked images of the new Injustice game, yeah, yeah, which didn't force them to go ahead and put the trailer out early. So You know what? Um, As far as the Injustice 2 stuff goes, uh, it's a lot of extra armor. I mean, the scene is the scenes are really, really cool. You played the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I played, yeah. That I actually played because I like fighting games okay so that's actually going to play up into what the show's about right. which is some of our earliest video game uh memories i just said that at the beginning of the podcast <laughs> yeah, we, we'll put it in post put it in post <laughs> uh the nerd talk at the end of the podcast is uh our earliest video game memories is a good point to put it sure why not go ahead so, sorry yeah. um yeah so I, I always love fighting games and so I always try to stay on top of this kind of stuff. So I bought Injustice and really liked it. Um, I guess with them adding all this body armor and the stuff that they show, yeah, it looks kind of cheesy, but I think it's going to advance the storyline because how else are these guys with no superpowers or can fight Superman, fight Superman, fight Grodd, Grodd, Martian Manhunter, um, Darkseid if he's in this one. I mean, like Supergirl, no one's going to be able to fight them without armor. And the first one, they just took pills. They're basically just which was stupid taking drugs. They're taking <laughs> Batman <laughs> made it, didn't he? <laughs> Performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, he he made these in the um, alternate universe. The insurgents, uh, Batman made these pills that made them invulnerable to like gunfire. Gave them super strength and and things, and they're able to heal quicker and things like that. That's why the Joker was able to fight Superman. Superman. And yeah, the, that's, that's always my go-to. I mean, Superman's God mode. That's the comic series where Alfred beats up Superman after Superman nearly kills Batman. Is it yeah. in the comic book? Yeah, I didn't read that because Alfred just. Pops a pill and then that's the stupidest the thing I've ever heard Superman. of. For me, the Injustice series now, since it's a series, uh, has two th- two th- one thing majorly wrong for it to me. It's uh, based off of Mortal Kombat uh, mm-hmm. mechanics. I hate Mortal Kombat. It, it to me that's such a clunky uh, fighting system. I'm used to Street Fighter, which is a little bit more smoother. So that has it. I, I played it just because it's a cool story and I like the, the DC characters. And this one, the armored up look to all the characters, it looks a, a lot like a friend of mine's artwork, uh, Brandon Bado, which is a comic book artist. Uh, he did kind of sees uh, Justice League designs that are kind of like this, but this is kind of over the top. Um, and they keep changing. I guess it's customizable in the game, maybe? Yeah, the customizations do different things. So some of the equipment will just make power it up, faster, power up certain abilities, or the damage that you can do with environment. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do remember that. You can, like, throw them into, like, the Batmobile or to a wall or something like that in the first one, right? Right. Okay. And there, there are things you can pick up off, like, the ceiling or off the ground and throw at your opponent. Yeah, I never beat the first one, so... I was not motivated to have to fight through that. I can understand that. I mean, yeah. like, it. these games aren't good gameplay. They're fun. I, the only reason why I like fighting games is because, like, you can... I can actually see myself getting better at them. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a skill I can actually grow where, as any other... Like, good story mode game, it's just how much time you can invest to playing it. Uh, okay, I can see that. Because eventually extent. you will beat it, but, right. you know, like, in fighting games, you have to get better to beat them. And I agree with that. I just, I never consider Mortal Kombat that level of fighting game. Well, maybe maybe not as much as Street Fighter. Right. Absolutely not. But there are things that, 
allow you to do things to get better. So, I mean, right, like, right, right. the faster you beat something or... Yeah, there's other things to judge it by. Yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, so that was a... It's a game series just because it's based off a, of comic book characters I'm interested in. I'll probably buy it on sale when it goes on sale. Yeah. It's nothing I'll, I'll like, run out and buy brand new. There is something I will go buy brand new. Uh, my favorite game series of pretty much all time is the Mass Effect series. Mass Effect... Two and three took so much of my life. I have done started that game over, and I have done beat the, all three of the games. I don't know if you know anything about the games either, uh, but you play Mass Effect One. Your character carries over all the way to Mass Effect Three. Your save file goes with you, so every decision you've ever made, even from Mass Effect One, will affect something in Mass Effect Three. Oh, it's wow. amazing! Yeah, um, that's that is cool. It has a more involved world than even Star Wars has. I mean, that's kind of like world building they've done. I believe the characters are in there. Uh, I believe the universe they've created so are you jumping all around a galaxy in this game yes or the milky way you're jumping around the milky way yes yeah that's quite a sandbox yes uh obviously we can't go to like every planet but you play shepherd in the game and he's like a space cop basically it's basically the easiest way to explain it but there's these reaper things that are attacking the universe now I'm not going to give it away at the end of the game, but it ends on a note where like they can't make they can never make another game. Like it ends the universe, it kind of ends. That's, well, that's a pretty big spoiler, dude. <laughs> it, it doesn't end. It just ends where it would be hard to make another game. Okay. It, it, they put themselves in a box. Uh, well, they just announced another game. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, is that how you say it? Andromeda. Yeah. Andromeda. Okay. All right. And that's the name of the ship, apparently. And how they're explaining it is this is a ship. You're on this ship and you basically got put in cryostasis and then shot out of the Milky Way. You're going Into to the a... Andromeda galaxy. Yeah, exactly. So you're basically, it looks like you're playing explorers trying to find new inhabitable world. Uh, so there's going to be new aliens, new places. Shepard's not going to be in the game. Uh, who you played in the first one, you'll be playing a whole new character, a whole new crew. They're not sure if you're the commander of the crew or you're just a crew member. Maybe you eventually become the commander. That's what I'm kind of thinking, because even on um, Mass Effect, you start off as this, uh, a soldier, and you kind of just like, slowly take over, because uh, the commander gets put on something else, and you're like the first human that's accepted by alien society. So, the new ship's called the Tempest. The old ship was named Normandy, actually. So, so anyway, that was... I love the Mass Effect series, so it is something I was really looking forward to. Okay, so, since I know you're an old-school computer player, did you play Qu- <laughs> Quake back in the day? I smoked Quake. Quake, Unreal Tournament... It was all the same. It was all the same. It all had the announcer that came out and was like, monster kill, kill, kill. You know, I heard that all the time because I was a boss. I was a beast <laughs> at these games, right? It was nothing. And, and you used to have to do this on land, right? So I would go down to the nerd store. They would have all the computers to game on and you would just start playing and, and I would just start smoking kids and they'd get up. They'd get up from their chairs and look around looking for who was like destroying them. And I'd wave. I'd wave, and then I'd go, and I'd get another monster kill. <laughs> the whole time you're going, I'm such a handsome boy. <laughs> I was. Oh, I was. I was handsome, and I was killing it. Oh. So I was a pretty big Unreal back in the day. When was the last one released? So what we're talking about is uh, Quake Champions has gotten announced. So it's the first Quake game since... 2000, Quake, 2001. Quake 3 is old. It's like, so it was, old. One of them got released, I think, like 10 years ago. So that's the last time. So this is big news if you're a first-person shooter, especially your old computer player. Basically, every first-person mechanic in a game nowadays came from Quake. Please use the term PC gamer. <sighs> Whatever. I, I'm not a PC gamer, master race person. <laughs> so I'm a console <laughs> player. So And this is coming out on all, all the consoles and computers. So All right. So what got me hyped in this trailer? 
is, mm-hmm. and this is old school tactic, never fails, always wins. You go and you just retreat to a teleporter and you turn around the moment you hit the teleporter and you shoot out and you just murder everyone from the sky. And it, you know, it launches you up and, the, and they do that maneuver in the trailer. And I was like, oh, I've been there. I've been there. I've been that man. <laughs> I know, I know the destruction that's about to be wrought. So that was from Bethesda. Bethesda? Bethesda. Bethesda. Yeah, there you go. They also announced at the same press conference Skyrim Remastered, which is the Skyrim with HD quality. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the graphics from it, but comparing you two. But Skyrim always looked okay. I mean, for what it was. Um, now it looks freaking amazing. This will probably be the fourth time I've brought Skyrim. I, I brought in two copies, just, just normal copies. Got to gave one away. And then I ran into a special edition one time that had the a statue of the dragon in it. So I had to buy it again. So this would be the fourth time I'm going to buy it. And then my wife's asking me, like, do you already own that? It's like, well, it's HD quality. And they're more importantly, they're allowing console mods on it. So well, they really got you. Yeah, I know they really got me. <laughs> um, Fallout and Skyrim, those are, I mean, I love those games. So I'll buy those over and over again. The mods for Fallout 4, which they just started releasing on the consoles, have been amazing. And they're really fun. Uh, adding a lot, a lot of, uh, and I know if like console players are like, well, we had mods from the start. Well, I'm not used to mods, and this is no, this actually, is new for me, the so. console mods are a relatively newer phen- phenomenon for console gamers, and you know, people work really hard on making the mods, and they're awesome, and they're awesome, but they take time, and yeah. in a lot of cases, they're not actually getting any. In money? most cases, they're not nah. getting any money, but they are getting more and more harassed yeah. as time goes on. Because every console mod I was downloading was like, please, I know it doesn't work, uh, or please, you know, if, if it doesn't work, don't send me hate mail and stuff like this. And I'm like, or it's the internet, so I'm not surprised people are... Of course are not. Like, yeah, hate mail is just a thing. It's like the easiest way to send... Now, I will say, if you complain about something, you get some things done. But if you complain in a respectable way, I, I, I notice things get done a little bit faster. These are... But these are people that are, like, for no money, making things that will help you make your game better. And it turns into ugly vile, <laughs> vileness. Yeah. And gamers aren't known as, you know, exactly the uh, most calm people in the whole entire world, so. Well, console gamers never developed that sense of community that the, that the highly civilized oh, yeah. PC <laughs> the gamer PC, has. The PC master race, you know. Plus, PC gamers are just thicker skinned. The fact that you, that PC gamers call themselves a master race seems kind of kind of messed up they don't call them well they do call themselves that. yes they but do not with not with any grain of seriousness oh okay well i mean why even say it you know maybe they say just like hey pc gamers but no they had to throw in master race you know you know who else did that wow oh my <laughs> god wow there's your pc gamers right there oh, wow <laughs> now i'm gonna get hate mail <laughs> After that, there was the Microsoft press conference, which announced uh, like a load of stuff. They announced two new consoles. So one's going to come out this year. One's going to come out next year, I think, uh, before holiday 2017. The first one is a 2 terabyte Xbox S. Xbox One S. What's the S stand for? Special or slim. I don't remember. Um, it's 40... Let me see. It's 40% smaller. Um, it's supposed to have faster. It's supposed to put out 4K Ultra uh, HD video, too, So which that's kind of cool. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's got a 2 terabyte uh, hard drive in it, which is... Uh, I think the other one's come up 500, I think is what I got now. And it's the same amount as the other one. So the other one's going to completely phase out, and you'll be able to play this one. Um, that's cool. That's grand. I was pretty happy with that news, because, I mean, I'll probably buy one eventually. Until at the end 
of the press conference, they announced another console called Project Scorpio. All we know about it is it will rival lots of home game computers. Um, it's 4K. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you laughing? It's the master race the master laughing race again. Laughing. That's, that's what's happening. Old master Go race. Ahead. What, what are you laughing? No, no, no. It's fine. You will yeah. never compare to me. <laughs> I am danger, part of the master race. Continue, please. Vile console. Okay, scum. so it's gonna have uh, 4K video playthrough. Um, I, I don't even know what this means. Six teraflops of raw performance. What does that mean? Teraflops? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Just made up Microsoft terms. <laughs> uh, and 4K res- resolution at six. 60 hertz we have no price on this the xbox one was 500 dollars when i think it came out uh this probably will cost a little bit more than that i'm, I'm imagining or it'd be right at 500 the s is announced at 299 to 399 depending on what the gigs are for it i'm an xbox guy i buy xbox so no computer i just upgrade my computer when i can't play the games i want to <laughs> there it is there, there it is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, oh so in all honesty the reason that i didn't watch voltron is probably because i bought overwatch are you playing overwatch from blizzard is it good it's yes i mean yes and no yeah but ultimately yes because they're, they've got my good time. answer good that's answer good they've, answer that's so informative they've got my time i'm playing the game there's there's a lot of characters How that many, I can select. Like forty, right? No, I like fifteen. Was, oh, fifteen no, at the I'm, at the most. If my if my and this is like a class based shooter. Yeah, it's like it's like Team Fortress Two next level. Anyway, yeah, I'm a beast, and yeah, I rock them. But I'm not the I'm not the young pup I used to be with the super reflexes. So I was just told don't buy it. Like Chris, this is gonna be right up your alley, and you're gonna probably play it too much. So I'm not gonna get it right now. And that's what I that's what I said. And then my my friends that I play other games with, they they bought it, and then I didn't have friends to play games with anymore. <laughs> Because they were all playing it all the time. And I was like, am I ever going to see you guys again? And they were like, no. So I shelled out 40 bucks for the PC edition. Okay. I, I really don't have a whole lot to add. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> We've already, uh, I think we talked about this in the podcast. You don't play many video games at all, so. Uh, not really. Yeah, no. not new ones, huh? No, I really like old video games. Right, right. Yeah, if I, I do, do too, play them, so, I, yeah. I like to play them on a, on a old systems right uh, i collect vintage video games so i am a old video game but i mean there's nothing better than some of the new games time now it, it, it i i get that i mean it's just sometimes i i feel like i don't have enough time to do that sort of thing and yeah. also i i don't have any friends that i mean he's on pc you're on xbox i have a playstation so oh man we, we should, are the we, worst yeah we're the worst group we should room. be friends <laughs> surprise we're not fighting like right now <laughs> So, um, the other thing that was announced at the Xbox press conference was uh, fully customizable uh, remote controls for the Xbox. I can't even believe we're talking about this. <laughs> They're uh, $79.99. You can customize every single aspect of your controller color-wise. 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 Yeah, that's the, there's that's the, the caveat. So, like... if you want your uh, thumbsticks red, you can make them red. If you want them blue, you can make them, you want your D-pad yellow, you want your back pink. You want the, the shell of it green. You want your home buttons like colored, colorly, or do you want them black? You can do that. They will put this thing together with all different kinds of plastic colors. Yes. Yes. Well, the right. control. Put this in perspective. The controllers are sixty nine ninety nine already. I mean, they're you know they're expensive already. Why not pay for one that is like you can kind of customize yourself? Everybody likes customization. It's that's just how it is. 
I kind of really want a pink and green one. Pink and green? They, that goes together. Pink and no, lime green, I, I bet. I don't actually think it does. Pink, pink and green? lime green? Yeah, they absolutely go together. Yeah, definitely. It's beautiful. Where Where does it ever go together? Pretty much in anything that's pink and lime green. If you see lime green, pink's around there too. And vice versa. Oh my god. It changes coloring. Well, no, there's a there's a pink on the ecto-cooler, but no lime green. The whole can is lime green. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's forest green, and that's... God, I hate you so much. <laughs> I think it was at the Ubisoft uh, press conference, South Park. The next South Park game got announced. Okay, I will say this. I'm a huge South Park fan. Yes, I, I am too. So that is something that I probably won't play, but I will enjoy the hell out of. Just the idea of it. The The last game, which was... Okay, this one's more set in a, a superhero world. The trailer for it is amazing. amazing. Yeah, yes. it really is. The trailer had me thinking because I didn't, I didn't read, you know, E three release. I, I just saw, you know, South Park trailer. I watched it. Thought this was a movie. Yeah, it would make an um, amazing movie. Yeah. Um, but even better, we get a game out of it. So it, they kind of are. So the last game was fantasy. And they all set it in a fantasy world that later cosplaying as uh, wizards and warriors and stuff like this. Now they've moved on to superheroes and superheroes that they've all played in the uh, TV show. So they got Cartman as the coon, uh, the kite, and what was a... Mysterion. Yeah, there you go. So all these characters are going to be in South Park. And you get to play the new kid, I think, just like the last game. And you're joining their superhero team, which is split off into Civil War. (laughs) In phase one already. (laughs) God... These writers, Trey Parker, Matt Sinner, are so amazing at everything. Everything they touch. I just, I just love. This comes out at the end of the year. So it'll be December 6th, 2016. Um, and I think if you buy this one, you get the Stick of Truth for free. I can't wait to see how much Professor Chaos, <laughs> how much havoc he wreaks upon the land. That's actually one of my favorite episodes when they do the, uh, the, the anime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When they buy the weapons and stuff like that. <laughs> A ninja star to the face. the face, and him crying for the rest of the episode is the greatest noise in all of time. No, world. you're supposed to be making sounds like a dog. We gotta take you to the vet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, South Park. The the games are always been the other one I played like the demo of. I don't think I've ever went all the way through it, but I always want to get it and finish it. Um, but it's not high on my priority list. This one looks really good, so I'll probably end up getting this one eventually. I was actually Professor Chaos one year for Halloween. Really? Yeah. I. I, I Where's this picture? I'll, I'll show you the picture. Oh, no, no, no. Everybody needs to see the picture. And It'll I, be in the show notes. I, it, was, it was when I was a lot fatter, though. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, like, there was, there, at the time, they had this Coke box that, like, opened up from the top. And if you rip that off and then cut around it, it made the perfect professor chaos helmet already cut i didn't have to do any cutting nice i just ended up uh wrapping it in uh foil <laughs> it's it was spot on <laughs> just remembering it is sending you into giggle fits. It did, it's so awesome <laughs> this will be in the show notes okay so, whatever uh, it, it, I, I gotta find it i gotta find, i'll find it uh the next game we're gonna talk about was the one of the only games nintendo showed out all all of e3 they showed this and they showed uh, the new pokemon game uh, which was uh zelda breath of the wild it is Skyrim with the Zelda overlay over the top of it. It's a completely open world as you play Zelda, but obviously. Y'all seen the trailers for this? Link. I don't know I played Zelda. Now I'm going to get tons of hate for you that. so much hate, man. I can't believe you messed that up. You deserve it. <laughs> So you play Link, and it's completely open world. And from one of the game developers were saying, 
you can you can beat this entire game without ever touching the main storyline. There's things that you'll be able to do to progress the story without ever having to do anything. So it's really up to what you want to do in the game. This was the most excited I've been for a, a Nintendo game ever, pretty much. Um, this was definitely the the highlight of all E3 for me. The game looks great. Um, and I don't know if you've seen how many trailers you've seen, but anything you're fighting, once you defeat them, you can take their weapons. So if it's a bow, a staff, or a shield, you're picking all that up from fallen enemies. So you have to cook, you have to eat. Oh, cooking and eating. I'm not. I'm not sure about <laughs> it, it games just, that are too realistic like that. It is kind of strange that uh, that Nintendo even has a thing at E3 still, because they were one of the first people to start backing out of E3 because they didn't like the idea that it's only media based. Yeah, oh, it's not not media based anymore. Anybody can go to it now. They don't do the press conference anymore. They do all their stuff live from their booth so this year they had a completely like um this giant area that looked just like the zelda video game and they had all these uh wii u set up where you can go demo the game which was kind of the weird thing they didn't have the nintendo nx there well at all they did say that they were gonna in uh end up doing this this is gonna be the first game released on nx isn't it yeah 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 so i don't know if you have a system getting released in seven eight months whatever it is and there's no other other than like the Tokyo Game Show uh, uh, gaming convention coming up. Why not show your new system here? Maybe it's not ready. Possibly. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. For Nintendo not to show their system, it was just really weird. They really hung their hat on the Zelda game, so which we know nothing about the story or anything like that. It looks amazing. I mean, it really is the highlight of all E3 for me. So, And you can skateboard on the shield. That's right. Get up on top of a hill. Hop on top of that shield and just ride it down. There's also the hang glider. I like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. There was a lot of climbing going on in the trailer. You seen how the climbing worked, too? Yeah, like a stand on a bar. You can only climb until he gets tired and he'll fall. Yeah. It looks like most engagements that you get into, they're going to set up some kind of puzzle so that you don't actually have to fight them. You can just it toss, a, toss a, boulder. a boulder on them. <laughs> After the Microsoft, later that night was the Sony press conference. Um, they announced a new God of War game. Uh, Crash Bandicoot is coming back. Uh, they have a what's that? Sweet. I always like Crash, Crash Bandicoot. Bandicoot yeah. yeah, and then they announced a new Resident Evil Seven, which looked very different from any of the other Resident Evils. It was more horror, psychological, Silent Hill type game. It was very weird. Yeah, I haven't thought that Resident Evil was scary since uh, Nemesis. Yeah, this Nemesis one Nemesis freaked me out way back in the day, and I haven't been scared of one since. No, because they kind of turned it more an action game where you're you know running mm-hmm. and gunning. This one, it was very, you're stuck in this house, and there was dead bodies everywhere, so it was dark. It was different for a Resident Evil game. Back to the roots. And then, okay, this news kind of aggravates me, because as I said earlier, I'm an Xbox guy. uh, So when a property that I really like is an Xbox, I mean, a PlayStation exclusive that I know I'm not going to be able to play, kind of aggravates me. So Sony is working on a Spider-Man game. The game looks awesome. It does. It does look awesome. And and the trailer they showed was a lot of in-game play look like. I mean, there was some, some obvious, like, movie sequences or, you know, but the gameplay looks really smooth and really great. Spider-Man always, the Spider-Man games, once they were able to, like, do a lot of that kind of web-slinging, that's what made it kind of fun. Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire, was the best Spider-Man game 
game I've ever yeah, played. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. And it was, because um, I really it was just web slinging that was oh, fun Oh, well, me. I never played, like, the game. <laughs> it's like, I got into the game, and then I just, I just act like Spider-Man, swung up and down. It was the first Spider-Man game that you actually had to attach your webs to a building. Yeah. So before, it would just, like, shoot up in the air, and it didn't really matter. But you had to use your actual momentum to actually do things. The Sony Spider-Man game, there is some very cool action scenes where he's just jumping through, like, uh, this building about to jump out of the window using his momentum. The game looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm not too fond of the design. Maybe it's if that spider would be black. Yeah, exactly. It would look, yeah, the costume exactly doesn't look bad. It's the fact that it's a. It is something. It's extremely. That's a venom-looking spider. Yeah, yeah. On his really chest, is. and I don't know if that's in the story at all of why it's like that. But I'm just but, noticing now he has white on his gloves. The yeah, costume. But, the costume's just off. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not digging it. From what I saw today is this is a conscious effort to make sure that this game doesn't play into the movies. The movies, so they're keeping the universe is completely separate but that's that's venom spider man yeah, it really is it that, looks, no that is like I'm you take at it right that now. and you, you, it's on venom so the game looks cool doesn't matter because i'm never gonna play it <laughs> i'll probably watch somebody play it just because it looks cool so yeah. the white spider the more and more i look at that too the more and more i hate that sony's not gonna release that for the pc no <laughs> those <They're not>. jerks <laughs> Sony also announced like tons of VR. They have a uh, a Batman uh, Arkham Asylum VR yeah. game. Yeah, VR doesn't do anything for you. Not really. No, I, I know. Actually, I do remember you were on uh, Watch Your Mouth podcast talking about you how much you were like, yeah, whatever VR. Yeah, I mean, like until it's totally like engulfing, I'm not gonna be like about VR. To be honest with you, I watched the beginning gameplay of God of War. Uh huh. Seemed pretty interesting. Yeah, it's different take. Uh, he's got like a kid. He's got a child. Yeah, and it looks like the whole entire him. game is like you training him to, to murk people he looks awesome though. yeah it was the beard uh, yeah. everybody looks better with a beard so. well I, not me because i can't grow one but i can understand where people are coming from about it yeah and this is uh going down a different mythology to uh norse mythology instead of like the greek stuff so well that doesn't make any sense why it just doesn't why it just it just doesn't you know, go from the god of war of that to to he moves he goes to like he moved to norway or something so okay so automatically he just finds they have Norse different gods, gods. yes okay. that's how it works it's a video game logic why are you trying to make sense I, well he, he he in the gameplay trailer in like the first 10 minutes of the game you're fighting a giant uh, uh like uh, an, a, a, a bridge troll i think i think it's on a bridge and he comes up from underneath it maybe we were watching different things there's quite there's been a lot of trailers so i don't know <laughs> yeah where the sun's shooting arrows at him the sun shoot him with an arrow yes that's it that's a bridge okay. troll that's a bridge Troll? Yeah, I, th- I, I think so. Yeah, thing looked like a giant to me, man. <laughs> Trolls can be big. Did you never? You know what, did though? you not I see mean, Troll Hunter? God of War yeah. has pretty epic epic fights so like I'm giant sure, fights yeah. yeah like so i'm sure there will be the giants the ice giants the frost giants you didn't you didn't see troll hunter no man. that no, movie norwegian movie oh, yeah it was yeah. Norwegian. it's it, yeah it's norwegian Sub- it was a good movie it was subtitles really good movie. subtitles oh. oh it is is it subtitled it's subtitled I they may have dubbed it yeah, by yeah. now but when i watched that it, it was subtitled. okay get over yourself dude <laughs> <laughs> you 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 damn pc people <laughs> <laughs> all right and then going into the uh games i can never play because they're coming out only on uh, playstation but here's a game that i'm interested in the concept i don't know if i would want to play it because i don't know if i can take them mu- I, I don't think i can take an- enough drugs to understand the trailer i just watched and i'm speaking of death stranding starring norman reedus if you genu- genuinely want to understand that trailer drugs is not the way <laughs> what you have to have all your faculties about you no, no. Really? Cause we did. 
We watched it, and I was sober. Like, I was like, "What? What is this even about? Is is what? What? Everything's dead except these four flying people. So he's fighting a naked Norman Reedus that maybe just had a baby that maybe had an oil baby is fighting Superman times four. That's what I saw. So if anybody has any kind of understanding, because I didn't go watch like uh, interviews or anything, was this Norman Reedus is a naked on the beach. Surrounded by dead animals. There is a baby connected to him by a umbilical cord. He cries. He holds the baby. He stands up. The baby disappears. Turns into oil. Turns into oil because there's handprints all over his hand and on his legs and stuff like that. He stands up and there's like a scar where a baby was removed from his stomach. He had a C-section scar. A C-section. He has a pair of handcuffs on one hand that kind of glow blue like electricity. And he has a necklace that has like uh, five bottle cap looking things on it. I thought um, they were like dog tags. I, I don't know what they are. Sure, I've, dog tags. Let's go with dog tags. He has handprints all over him. Yes, uh, like uh, made out of Dirty, dirt. Dirt, yeah. yeah. I've never been so intrigued by a trailer and not intrigued. I, I, I don't even know. I don't know my like, emotions for this. Okay, so, so I, I think I think what you're trying to say is that you're like, I wonder what this is about, but not enough to investigate it further. There's no way to investigate it further right now. Well, this is all. This is all that. I'm just saying. Have you scoured the internet at all? Have you done anything? Have you looked at any? I wanted to look up an interview with because I like the director of the game. He's the guy that did the Metal Gear Solid game. Okay, Um, yeah, those are good games. Those are all good games. Uh, He left his studio. And he took Norman Reedus with him because Norman Reedus and him were going to make the new Silent Hill game. Um, whenever he left the studio, Norman Reedus went with him. And this is the game that they came up together to do. Uh, is this an action platformer? Is this an RPG? Is this a horror game? Is this a, a first person shooter? I have no idea. <laughs> is, is this just a naked guy running around? That or, I, or is that or, what you're going to do? Is he even a guy because he gave birth? <laughs> exactly. But then, like, there's no, like, blurred out boobies because, I mean, he's got his... I mean, he's naked in this trailer. Yeah, he's definitely naked. You see everything but donk. So. <laughs> everything but, yeah, donkey donk. Donkey donk country, I don't know. And then, <laughs> and then I'm not even convinced that it's not just a dream sequence. Like, this might not even be... Yeah, this is acid trip for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, quite possible. Maybe he's a prisoner and he's, like, got beat up. I, I don't I don't know. I, I really... I. We're talking about it, and I know this is what you know the trailer what it is? was. It's all those handprints on him. He got thousand hand slapped by E Honda. Wow! And he's he's punch drunk, and this is what he's thinking about. That's exactly what happened. I'm gonna put money on wow. it. I'm gonna put money on it. That's what happened. E Honda slapped the crap out of him. That's where he's at. Okay, that'll about uh, about wrap it up for the news segment. Uh, pretty a lot a lot of interesting things going on with video games. But before we go into the break, uh, we would like just to have a drink and memoriam for the actor that played Alf, just passed away at age seventy six. Um, please forgive me uh, the pronunciation of his name. Apparently, it's pretty out there. It's Machu Mizaros, I believe. And we also want to drink out to all the victims in Orlando. Yes, absolutely. So um, we'll be right back with uh, Nerd Talk right after this very small break. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network.
Welcome back. We're gonna kick off, kick it off right away, right into our nerd time, where we'll be talking about some of our earliest memories of video games, which pairs very well with this E3 news that we just had, which is very video game heavy. If you've been listening to the show, you know that I don't play a whole lot of video games, but video games, old video games, I played a lot of, so that's kind of my uh, my bread and butter here. You stopped on the modern games. Well, it's one of the, the, the most fun. Yeah, once it got to a lot of super one-player, like, you're spending hours and hours and hours just playing worlds and things that didn't actually advance the story, I just didn't really get into do it a lot. Do you play a lot of uh, retro video games now? Uh, I do. Okay. Actually, uh, Dan from uh, Watch Your Mouth gave me a Retron video game system, so I was able to play a lot of my Amazing old games. Amazing piece of machinery. The only crappy thing is he gave it to me, and I can only find a couple games. Really? And one is great, my Sega Genesis Cool Spot game. That's an awesome game. That is such a fun game. It is so much fun. And then Terminator 2 for regular Nintendo. Oh, that, that's a terrible game. Not a good game. game. That's a terrible really game. Hard. It was hard, but it was also just bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I, re- I remember getting to the scene where you're running from the 18-wheeler. And then yes. there's this one yeah. point where you got to shoot the gates out. You yeah, know? yeah it, that was tough. But I got past that. I got to the point where I was in the building. I was in I was in uh, the Skynet building, oh, and wow. you're going All floor right. to floor. So yeah, I don't think I ever and, got it that like, far. And you're on the t- and you're on a timer too, and you just you just run out of time. See, I was always uh, never got past that Terminator versus Robocop for the Super Nintendo. I had that for Sega. God, awesome game. Awesome, awesome, game. awesome game. Yeah, hard. But that hard. that game was very awesome. good. Now, yeah. but that's not really some of my earliest uh, favorite video game memories. One of my earliest memory was actually just getting the regular Nintendo. And we when we first got it, we just had Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. And the only reason, this is the funny thing about how I got into video games. The only reason why we got a Nintendo at all was because my dad wanted one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he, and he like somehow he spun it to my mom that it's like, it's for me, but it's also for the kids so they could play it too. But we had to ask his permission before we play the Nintendo. Before you play it? Because yeah. it was his. It was his, right? right. Yeah. So he was always like, he wanted for Duck Hunt. He wanted okay. to be able to, you know, just, I, I don't know, I guess go shooting it brought him back to his childhood of hunting, like, ducks and quail, and this was back in the day when you didn't really need a hunting license. Like, doing yeah, air quotes yeah, yeah. here. You just go out there and with a gun, and you're like, hey, I'm gonna shoot this, and then I'm gonna eat it. So he would hunt tons of birds, and, uh, I guess Duck Hunt brought him back to those simpler times. Well, it's a very sporting game. Until that dog just laughs in your face like a jerk. <laughs> Nightmares. <laughs> you, you bastard. You jerk. <laughs> I'm pretty similar with this, because uh, the only reason I got into video games back in the day is my dad had an Atari, whatever the number is for the old Atari. So I got that, got to play that, and I remember getting the new Nintendo, like, almost the day it came out, because we were, my dad was very like that. We had the VCR brand new. We had LaserDisc brand yeah, my new. my dad had so, LaserDisc. Yeah. I had LaserDisc gaming system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we talked about that in the other podcast, actually. Yeah. I think that was podcast... Issue one. Let's go with issue one. Go back and listen to issue one. We talk about laser discs. Yeah, Duck Hunt was a very mind-boggling thing. Super Mario Brother now was kind of changed my like my little young mind playing Super Mario for the first time was just mind blown. It's such a natural thing because you can put super, the Super Mario game into anybody's hand, young or old. They instantly know what to do with that. Yeah, you start running around. Hey, dodge this! Well, the first time you, that first mushroom, I heard, I read statistically that one Goomba kills more people. Kills more people than anyone else in the game. Yeah, and throughout history, it's got that's got to be true. So think about the first you time you ever played the game. Yeah, you ran straight. Oh yeah, you ran right into that thing. It well, yes, that, and I remember being younger and asking my uncle to come into the room and kill the two Goombas that walk side by side in the second level. Wow. Like, I remember being Because you couldn't that get young. past them, or? 
Yeah, because I couldn't. I just didn't. Couldn't have hit it that in, jump button, huh? Didn't have it in my little mind to do that without the without fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> so this came out in 1988. How old were y'all in '88? Four, four. Okay, you were four too. Old enough to party. Old. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so I was probably like five, I think, and this was... I, I still remember opening it, so... Yeah, I just remember it was it was just very funny. I remember my us going to the store, my dad getting it, and the zapper, and getting everything for Duck Hunt, he's like, no, 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 you guys can play this, but you have to ask me first. Dad told him, by the way, he he did not hold true to that. You yeah, didn't have I to mean, ask him, you just, you just go playing. play, he's fine, you're fine. I guess he, his whole thing is, I remember playing this, and we had, had to have clean hands and everything, so we didn't get wow, the... Wow, really? Yeah. My, <laughs> wow. Well, my dad always was always in the electronics field. You know, he worked at places that sold TVs and high-end TVs back in the day. I was actually... When this game came out, I was playing on a TV that had S video. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And that now that TV that and I had that TV up until about two thousand six. Yeah. And that TV had an amplifier built into it, so you can actually hook external speakers up to it. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I mean, wow, that is a high end yeah, TV. Yeah, and just for the eighties, just for the fact that it had S video. Yeah. Which is something that a lot of things didn't have for like years. Mm-hmm. We were rocking that antenna yeah. adapter. <laughs> yeah. You know, we the ones you had to wrap. The, like the, the the wire around with the, the screw, screw. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 this this thing was this thing was top of line i remember that was the uh that was our our big tv and it was a whopping 26 inches back in the day and uh don't sit too close to the tv you'll go blind <laughs> you'll go blind but he was he was one of those people that was like wash your hands make sure you have clean hands before you start like don't just eat like something and start playing on the controller because you're gonna get stuff in it we can't get it out you're just gonna gum it up and i remember i remember my dad i looking at my dad like okay dad whatever and then I go over to my neighbor's house, who didn't have cleanliness rules. I remember playing on their Nintendo, and they would just eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and start playing. I'm like touching their sticky can I, controllers. Can I, can I get a wet wipe? <laughs> it's like, do you guys, do you guys not make sure your hands are clean before you play the system? And maybe it was a little bit like, I guess, uh, maybe too cleanly for my dad. But his stuff lasted. He never had to like rebuy stuff, right? And I guess that's just part of maintenance. With the uh, regular NES, I had uh, Zelda right around the same time. Which I think the first Zelda I would play in this run around the, the first area. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Didn't in any either. idea. I yeah. never beat a, a dungeon while I was younger or anything like that. It wasn't until older and I went back and played it and beat the game. But that game was way ahead of its time. So we'll talk about Zelda earlier. That was, I, I vividly remember playing that right. It had the gold cart. Oh, that, yeah. that was actually the coolest thing when you saw that gold <laughs> cartridge. Um, I had the first one and the second one. The second one was uh, more of a side-scrolling one. And I traded that game or I think it was like DuckTales or something like that. DuckTales was a fun yeah, game. Yeah, it was a good game. But now I traded that game two gold carts, which I wish I had right now. I don't even have DuckTales now, but I, I, the two gold carts, I just wish I still had my kid one. I'm all about the Battletoads. So your earliest memory is from Battletoads. It's not the earliest, but it is by far the best because you could kill each other. And that that was like, stop hitting me! <laughs> yeah. You know? So friendly fire was a thing there. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, most definitely. It's the yeah. earliest memory I have of friendly fire being a thing. Because you really needed two people to beat that game. Yeah, and it'd be like, I want that weapon. And it'd be like, well, I'm picking it up. And my brother would pick it up. And I'd, I'd be like, oh yeah? And I'd give him the three-punch combo. And then my, you know, would put that huge just screws yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was only hurting myself every time and <laughs> i did the same thing to my little brothers though 
Well, it would just be it would just be a back and forth, and then for hours we would be like, "Stop hitting me! No, you stop hitting me!" And then my parents. So would it turned it turned from a co-op to you just battling each other. Yeah, like my parents would come in the room and see that we're not actually hitting each other, and <laughs> like, just turn what around is going and on? walk back out. <laughs> Um, how far did y'all ever get in that game? Okay, so there's the first level where, you know, you can pick up the bones and then you ride the dragons. And then there's the second level where you're in the, you're in the tunnel. Yes. And then you, and then you reach like the jet ski level, whatever, the hover, the hover ride. I think I've seen that once. In the tunnel. And, uh, that is as far as we ever Y'all never got got the jet ski, never beat the jet ski level. We never beat the jet ski level. Yeah, I don't think, I think I've only seen the jet ski level maybe a couple of times and that was it. Has anyone, okay, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original NES game. Yes. Has anyone ever gotten past the van? I never got past you the, get the s- van. swimming level. You remember the swimming yeah. level? You would well, go the undertow like, pulling you yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I remember getting the van, and then you're like, all right, I got the van. I am moving forward in this game. You're like, I have no idea where to go. No, I don't think I've ever seen the van. You've never gotten in the I don't, van. I, don't, okay. I really don't think. And so. it was timed, right? No. Once you get to the van, you're you're there. I mean, like you don't know where else to go. Yeah. I guess I didn't get that far. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of these games. It's like the uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth uh, NES game. I don't know if you ever played that. I I think I have. Okay, so you'd be running around and you have this kind of map that doesn't work because you would like go left, but for some reason you would be like going right on the map or something like that because it was upside down or something um and then the alarm would go off and that would mean jason is killing a camp counselor somewhere so then you would have to go find the cabin that jason was in and then throw stuff at him i think you threw cans at him or something <laughs> like that how does that make any sense it, it never made any sense but he's ran into a mountain in the street you can stab i don't know and you, you hit from witches it wasn't until older i was watching the angry video game there brought it back up in my head and then i went back and started watching some of the kind of secret things you had to go do you had to go through the swamp and find jason's mother's head and then wear it while you were attacking him and that was like i don't know those are the kind of things that were in it old in the s games yeah and these things it's just like you have to figure it out because there wasn't the internet no either. and you and heard from a friend back or, then or gaming guides yes you remember buying gaming guides uh, uh, nintendo before, power before, yeah. before before gaming guide well nintendo power came out pretty quick yeah, I do remember the Nintendo, Nintendo Power, Power magazine. Uh, and but you had to get it. And I remember every someone you knew had Nintendo uh, Nintendo Power like subscription. Yes. And that was your yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. That was the guy you found. Like, hey, bro, hey, bro, you know how to beat you know how to beat this? I'd be, uh, I'd you be you up, up in the up? bookstore. I'd be up in the bookstore like skeezing through the pages. I'm looking for my taking name. Polaroids of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, do remember shaking that. the it's photo like, on your uh, way out. No my mom, that on the deal. My mom would go grocery shopping or go shopping, whatever, and I would go straight for the magazines. And my mom would be like, "You gonna be right here?" I was like, "Yes." So I would just sit right there and read the magazines. Playboy, right, outside. right in arm's reach, but you're like, "Nope, <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo Power. Power. <laughs> That's what I need right now." But the Friday the Thirteenth game kind of goes into that NES theme that a lot of these games were not made for kids, like, at all. So you had Friday the 13th, Freddy Krueger, all these other games that were very horror games. And then one of... This is a game that 
I kind of forgot about it until my younger one of my younger brothers. He's like, man, what is that SWAT game we used to play when we were kids? And this game uh, is called Rescue the Embassy Missions, and it came out in 1989. So he was only a couple of years old or something like that when he, but he he vividly remembers it. I completely forgot about it until he came back to me and asked me what the game was. Um, so you play as a SWAT team trying to infiltrate this building that has hostages taken. It stands out in my head because it was so vividly real whenever I was a kid. Well, okay, so I remember seeing the graphics from this game in 89. They were amazing. They were great. They were state-of-the-art. And not to mention, they did different angles. Like, the guy, like, you know, sneaking through this... uh... So there's, like, three different parts of the game. There's a sneaking part where you have to, like, hide from these searchlights. And when you dove through something, there was a different angle. They didn't have you just, like, move. You dove. That was interesting to see that. So there's the sneaking part. The sneaking part leads up to you positioning yourself to shoot shoot through these windows to shoot uh, bad guys. Um, once you shoot the bad guys, people from the roof jump into the windows, and then there's the first third-person game I've ever played before in my life, um, where you have to clear the whole entire building and save all the... The whole game, I, I've watched a playthrough, the whole game can be beat in like six minutes. But when I was a kid, this was an hour-long thing. Hours. <laughs> and hours of us sitting there, because you lost like a couple, a couple more than a couple of people, you had to start all over again. Um, if you didn't set your people up perfectly and start shooting people through the windows, well, there was too many bad guys when you got into the building. That is... I know it's not the first game I ever had for it, but it's one of the earliest memories I have of a video game. And probably a video game that was not appropriate because there's blood in this game. It's pixelated blood. Uh, You're (laughs) mowing people down and stuff like that. I mean, okay, okay. When you say you're mowing people down, you're... (laughs) In my head, no. (laughs) In my head, and it kind of goes with the NES kind of style of games in the first place, a lot of stuff was kind of, you saw it on screen, but you kind of more envisioned what was happening in your head. Now, monographics, you don't have to do that, but back then, you really had to use your imagination. See, see, back in our day, had no idea what it was like for us. Back in our day, you didn't realize how tough it was for video game graphics. We just had to assume that blood was graphic. Another game that I played, and and why this one sticks out in my head, it's for the NES, and it's called Felix the Cat, and... It was a cartoon, I think, in the 80s. and Oh, older than that. I think it's way older than that. has been around for a long yeah. time. It was actually a comic strip. Okay, yeah. So this one came out later in NES uh, 92. Um, so it would have been 9 when this game came out. It was the first NES game that I remember beating. Felix the Cat has his magic bag, and you progress through the levels. And as you get hearts, he gets more power. So the first heart you might get, it uh, gives him a tuxedo that shoots stars out from around <laughs> around him. Um, the next heart you get is gets a little one wheel like car thing that beeps the horn and the horn shoots out in a, a music key and it kills people and then the last heart you get is a tank so there's a land level uh air level and then a water level and each one of those levels had different things like you ride a dolphin one of them yeah like in the air level you've got a hot air balloon and then you've got an airplane and then a ufo <laughs> i played that game for so long i used to leave my nes just sitting there overnight so that when I woke up before school the next morning I could try to play a little more and beat it and then I would leave it until I got home 
from school and, to and, and continue the, playing. And the worst thing is, every time you leave something on polish, like, nobody touch this! <laughs> nobody <laughs> touch this! I swear to God, if you touch this. I never did, like, I, I did that. I left it on. My mom turned them off, I remember, to a point. And I don't remember what game it was, but it was, it was like Mega Man or something like that. She saw the red light and just turned off. She's like, well, I didn't think you wanted it on. Oh, my God. No, I used to put stuff in front so you could of see the, the Nintendo light. so the light could not be seen. And I would hook all the connections back up to the television so that my dad wouldn't come, come looking to try and hook the cable back up. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, oh, stealth mode, come home to it and skip doing homework. <laughs> Is that why you're still in school? That's why I'm still wow. in school. <laughs> Too much Nintendo. Smart for a six-year-old, did not carry over through the ages. It's a 30-something-year-old, not, not so smart. It was, it was not a good investment. Or was it? Honestly, it, there's a lot of hand-eye coordination involved with video games. A lot of reflexes. Reflexes. Pattern recognition. It, oh, God. Especially early Nintendo. All pattern recognition. Mega Man, every vi- boss villain, they do patterns. So once you recognize a pattern, they're easy to beat. Initially, you die. You keep dying until you see that pattern, and then you can beat them pretty easily. Yeah, and well, in Mega Man, they even have that extra element of like so many different powers being available and then you the you, best power the best like right. mod to your you rock paper scissors them but it's up to you to discover which one some of them were apparent you know it'd be like fire, fire beats ice yes yeah. <laughs> but not, i sucked at mega man not so cut I man beats it. electric man or whatever that was <laughs> like that wasn't evident I, I i played so much mega man i was actually like pretty good at it but uh, really, one of the games I got really, really good at growing up was uh, uh, one of the, another kind of adult theme game was Mortal Kombat. And what stood out about this game to me was my brother and I were the only two kids in the neighborhood that owned the game. Really, parents went and buy it for them. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. owned it. So my parents bought it for me, and we were the most popular kids in the neighborhood because of that. I remember coming home from school and you had to call it too. Even though it was your game, you didn't get to play first. You had to call it. Like, I got first player! I got second player! You know, and then of course rules apply, winner keeps controller. Yes, always. Always. And that was an unwritten kid rule there. I mean... And like, that, that is like a rule that uh, you know, that's one of those things that just... You don't like, break that rule. Yeah, and that transcends just, like, culture Yeah. or time. I bet people in keeps... Japan and China, they do the same thing. Yeah, winter keeps gotta happen. Are they not doing that anymore, those young whippersnappers? <laughs> and I had it for Sega, and I think I still remember the blood code. Blood, cor- yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but I was A-B-A-C-A-B-B. Yeah, I don't remember. I yeah. think that's it. That's awesome. I, I had it for Super Nintendo. And he, so. um, like, as soon as you put it in, Scorpion will get over here! And then you got your blood. That's how you knew. <laughs> Mortal Kombat brought the government into gaming. Yes. <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the thing is about the Mortal Kombat thing, so my brother my brother was older than me, and he was a lot bigger. And he, was, he wasn't a bully or anything, but he would, he would definitely, like, around his friends, like treat me like the little brother you know like i was luigi when he got to be mario but when him and his friends were playing mortal kombat he never would let me play so i would just sit there watching him this was one of my dad's favorite stories about me is that he would watch me pl- watch them play the video game and apparently he my dad goes you were learning their weaknesses their flaws you're watching them what they were bad at and then like when they would all leave 
you'd sit there and just play the video game. Nice. And then when they finally let you play, you just beat them. Annihilated them. That's that's my dad. One of my dad's favorite stories. He goes, and I remember your brother coming into me, going, "Dad, Dad, Critter won't let us win." And he goes, "What do you mean he won't let you win? He keeps beating us. He won't let us win." He goes, "Well, that's kind of your problem." <laughs> And that's, and that's when I first learned, like, a sore loser. My brother would get mad, punch me right in the arm. Ah! Bah! Yeah. Mortal Kombat, um, by the time I got Mortal Kombat in my hand, I've already played uh, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Mortal Kombat was... I, I, I never got that feel of Mortal Kombat. As I said earlier, it's too clunky for me. Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter seems to smooth better. See, Street Fighter was also great for me, and I think that's why I like Mortal Kombat, because I started with Street Fighter as well. Right. But I started with Fighter in arcades. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, like, I was always playing at uh, Godfather's Pizza. Okay, nice. In Kenner. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, after every soccer game, we'd go to Godfather's Pizza and go eat pizza and play Street Fighter, because that's the only game they had. That brings up my second my second thing was by that time Mortal Kombat 2 came out and I was it was at uh, I was living in Kenner so I was going to the Esplanade Mall all the time okay. and my dad would take take once a month my my dad would take my brother and I to the mall play video games or fun arcade mm-hmm. one of the two because my mom would have a book club nice so he wanted to get out of there so he would bring my brother and me to go do that so he could play pinball and he taught us pinball which is another thing I I really love is pinball but I also played a lot of Mortal Kombat 2 and that was the big one and that was the one with the line and winter stays on there too mm-hmm. and i was one of those people i was a little little kid i mean i was tiny and i put my quarter up there and uh to wait to to play and then when i finally got to play i was never playing, walked off never walked off playing teenagers my dad would watch me and said that all these teenagers get so mad playing me because well i i just watched and i I, and I, I had Mortal Kombat 2 for Sega, but once I went to the arcade, I wanted to play other people. And that's why I like fighting games. I guess it's because there's a noticeable difference in you getting better. Did you, for Sega, did you have the three button or six button? Six button. Okay, all right. Six button. Yeah, the three button stuff was weird when you were playing. Uh, it's garbage. Garbage. Yes. Garbage. A I, had Street, I, I had a Street Fighter Turbo. I had one of the Street Fighters. For, and I had a three button remote control where you had to hit the select button to switch from punch to kick. Which is mindingly crazy. Can't do it. Yeah. So like, like it was such an easy sell for my parents to give me the six button at that point. I can't play fighting games with the yeah. three button. I need the six button. So I had the X Y Z A B C button. Yeah. But I, I remember just going to the arcades and just schooling the crap out of older people. And that was and that was a a fun thing for me. And I think one of one of maybe my dad's proudest moments of me. Nice. <laughs> It was later in life, but Marvel vs. Capcom 2, whenever I would go to an arcade, I mean, I would sit on it all day long. This is before a new Danger, and he would oh, you cheat. Think, you think that's your game, do you? It was my game until I met Danger, and he plays his uh, Serbot. I'll take three Serbots. And he just cheats and spams something over and over and over again, <laughs> and then thinks he's breakfast. good at it. So I'll serve you breakfast to death. <laughs> I could just see him being cheap too, man. I yeah, could see just him doing something over he's, and over. He's and just over a leg sweep guy. Just leg he sweep, leg sweep, leg sweep. Peels the potato into your face, cuts the carrot. It's like the uppercut person in Mortal Kombat, which is like every time you would walk out to an uppercut. Hey, uppercut. Man, don't the be, leg sweep was another good yeah, one. Yes. Bah, bah, bah. Don't be mad that you got teched out. 
Don't be mad. Danger, what was uh, another game that you remember from your, your childhood? Sonic the Hedgehog. First, second, third. The Knuckles second and... one. The okay. second one. The one the one with Tails. Because... You didn't like Knuckles, though? Knuckles is my favorite Sonic character. No, so no, You didn't no, like no. Knuckles? It's just the, the, the kind of anti-hero of the Sonic world? No, I was never into that. That never was, got me. Wasn't he an anteater? No, I thought he was like a... Hardvark? Yeah. It's, it's, not a, it's not a hedgehog. Well, no, but he but he is had he brass knuckle looking things. Echidna? Yes, he he, he was an echidna. <laughs> That's lame as that. That's so why lame. the third one is not my favorite. It's the second, <laughs> second one. Second one. Okay, I'm sorry. With, Go with ahead. Tails and player two can be tails. Yeah, I'll, I would always like to sell my brothers on that was being a good idea, but that was such a waste of a because no. you would just run off screen and like oh you slow down so I could catch up with you. Well, my brother was amazing at staying on screen with Dice. me. And then we exploited that because Tails can hit the boss. He, being invincible, yeah. would just go hit the boss. And then I would just try to survive. And that's how we thats how we beat the game the first time. Uh, water levels really... always had a problem. With oh, the, you had to catch the bubbles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when Tails was drowning in the bubbles... You know, when Tails was drowning in the water levels, the funniest thing. Is you just, just got to get out of there. <laughs> you just, just got to get out of there or you're... Or you're player two your tails will just have nothing to do so uh, and then they when they die they make that 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 really cool noise and they stick their hands up and they fall yeah, off screen like, you know what you know what i really did like between sonic and sonic 2 the graphics how they yeah, increased yeah, they definitely. were really kind of cool i remember the kind of vegas looking level in sonic 2 yeah, that was yeah, a fun yeah, level that was a fun level oh man uh my daughter now plays all the Sonic games. She, Good for her, she man. She loves the Sonic games. So it took her forever to get past the first level. So, I mean, she's five right now. So she started playing that when she was like three and a half. Well, now she can get all the way to the third world. Um, she has problems with the water level still. So Did she get on the cork? Is it, is, maybe I'm thinking of a different Sonic. A, a later, there's a, there's a time where there's corks, uh, cork, like stopper looking things. Oh yeah, um, that's in uh, three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, wait, I don't have three. Three is the only one I don't have for some strange reason. It's my favorite one too. <laughs> I don't have Sonic and Knuckles. I don't have three. So, uh, but she's all into Sonic right now. It's like her favorite video game character. That and um, the last. Well, that's game. funny. You, I saw her today playing. Yes, uh... Uh, it's one of it's. It's the first time I ever dug a, a video game soundtrack where I'm like, I need to buy this. I, I want to listen to this out of the game. And I'm talking about Donkey Kong Country. And, and this game, it, it, on top of being an incredibly put together video game and looking amazing. And at the time when it came out, it looked like nothing else that was out there. The soundtrack was just beautiful. Dude, then you obviously really sucked to Mega Man because Mega Man was amazing in Mega soundtracks. Man I remember have, yeah. I remember just like I remember holding up a recorder to the TV speaker to record that music. Nice. That's awesome. I did that. Yeah. I did that. And I remember having like a one earphone thing that I would hook up to this like cassette player that I kept in my backpack at school and had this one earphone in my head that played mono so it wasn't stereo. So I could hear the soundtrack while I was at school of that's, Mega that's, Man. That's awesome. Now I do I, I do remember the Mega Man music, but I was never like I like I said earlier, the Mega Man games were really hard, so I never really got into them. Uh, I never got far into them. So I would get aggravated with the Mega Man game very quickly and then I'd be done. Donkey Kong Country has that right and it was I was older actually obviously so it has that right level of difficulty to reward I mean it was hard especially some of the minecart levels or something like that yeah, or, minecart, or yeah. some of the B levels 
awesome when you're kind of going around the uh, bees and wasps. Um, but the music to the water world, uh, when you're swimming on the water, and I can't remember the name of the song at the moment, but it is such a beautiful piece of artwork. It, it really is. It was, like, that was the same thing. I, I tried to record it. Uh, There's a sound test, I think, on it, and I was trying to record from the sound test. Um, whenever I would go to a store or something like that, I would look for the album. They had them. I just, I just never found them. I own it now, uh, all on iTunes and everything. So, <laughs> I mean, that's how much I love just the music from that video game. So, And it's also one of the first times I ever got my mom to play a video game. So the first level, there's an armadillo. Just the first thing you see, killed her every single time. So it was just hilarious because she, every single time, would act like, not act like, she really, like, oh, how do I jump over this thing? Or she would forget it was there. Like, over and over and over again. So five lives, we'd just do it over and over again just to see what would happen. So. It, it's really kind of strange you bring that up. I remember, like, trying to, like, play something with my parents, and they just could not grasp it. Yeah. It's, like, beyond them. So I'm wondering what's going to be, like... The thing that holds us. Holds us back. Yeah. It's it's going to be VR. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, man, this ain't real life. You don't know what it's like. 360 degrees yeah. of play. <laughs> um, as we start going towards the end of the episode. Yeah, uh, video games from a young age. It, it, I was encouraged to play. Uh, it was always something I, uh, my parents were always really cool with. I mean, from all the way from Atari, I've owned every generation of something uh video games you know as a guy that doesn't play video games i have two yeah that's crazy yeah. you don't have a playstation 4 <laughs> no not that's, yet that's the one okay but i i am gonna buy one because yeah. it's also a great blu-ray player yeah, it so. really is the first time i ever brought a playstation 3 uh the only reason i ever brought a playstation 3 was because it was a blu-ray player and that time blu-ray players were like a thousand dollars playstation 3s were like 300 400 and it's also a better blu-ray player than the ones that were a thousand dollars and it's easier to upgrade Oh, it, yeah, well, it so, upgrades, yeah. and it's Wi-Fi. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we are Somewhat Nerdy Radio. You can follow us at quite a few different places. You can email us at somewhatnerdyradio at gmail.com. Leave us a comment on the show notes on somewhatnerdy.com. We got a Facebook. We got a Twitter. You can follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash somewhatnerdyradio. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, be sure to give us five-star rating to help us. helps us out tons. So uh, our, our next thing that we're really asking people to do, if you have a nerdy friend listens to podcasts, maybe doesn't listen to podcasts, how about you tell your friend about the podcast? Share it with your friend. Share the nerds with your nerdy friends. We want to continue to grow and word of mouth is going to be the next thing that really helps us out. So so last episode we were talking about in the podcast, <laughs> a commercial that we did. Uh, it's a commercial for us to put in other people's podcasts and you know to help us uh, spread the word. There was just a blank spot because I wasn't done with the podcast. That I, It made it. I'm glad you put the qualifier in there. That's what made me laugh so much. Like If you hear it, I was done. So played, I'm like, well, I guess he wasn't done. So we are definitely done now. If you listen to Watch Your Mouth podcast, you, you heard it in that one. Uh, but so in case you don't, we're going to play it right now. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast. The bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. 
That may have been the most serendipitous commercial we have ever made. We had a lot of fun doing it. I yeah, don't it care really was. what anyone says. It, we it, had fun. It was fun, and it came together so smoothly. Like, I don't think you guys realize how smoothly that came together. Like, initially, we were kind of, like, frustrated. Like, I don't even know. We found the music. We wrote, we wrote the commercial. And then, apparently, Danger over here is just fantastic at just doing a voiceover. And I love the word galaxy. Oh, God. I was That's not going to let that go. He was, he, yeah, he would not <laughs> let that go. So, anyway, that is the commercial. Uh, hopefully, you, you'll hear it other places other than here. Maybe other other podcasts. Go listen to it on Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Uh, you can go listen to it on Future Flicks with Billion, which is our new podcast underneath the somewhatnerdy.com banner. Uh, make sure you check it out. I'll put a link to it in the show notes page. Anyway, we are Someone Nerdy Radio. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And I'm Danger. And we will see you next time. And uh, have a good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. Goodbye. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever interneting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth.